Ladies and gentlemen, we are having some of the most technically difficult recording seconds of our young lives. Yesterday, a power cut meant no recording. Today, we've had internet problems, microphone problems, connection problems. Jussie P forgot his password for Skype. And now there seems to be poor network connection. Whose end is it at? That's really up for you to decide. Here in Essex, where the signal is strong and good, me, comedian Ash Frith. Up in Norfolk, where the internet is two tin cans with a piece of string between them, it's Justin Panks. Also a comedian, don't forget. Justin, please come in. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh. It's really, really Perfect. I can just about hear you. I just keep getting poor network connection. Yeah, you've got poor network connection, mate. It's because we're not doing it Friday. It's because we're doing it Saturday morning. When everyone's on the fucking internet. Is that why? Actually, why are we doing it Saturday morning? Doing it Saturday morning. I just explained to the listener because of a power cut. Oh, right. I couldn't hear what you said. <laughs> <laughs> but you're there now. And that's all yeah. that's... Yeah, I'm here now. I'm always here, mate. Just sat by the. I've sat by my Skype dutifully, like a dog, like a dog next to its dead owner's grave. <laughs> and I am that dead owner. You're the dead owner, and I'm a. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a dog. I'm like Rocky, sat next to Adrian's coma bed. I feel a bit like. Why did she go into a coma? I can't remember. Childbirthing um, complications. Um, I always liked her brother poorly. What, a, what an endearing little character. <laughs> you like that he was always drunk. You want me to rearrange her face? Well, oh, poorly, I kind of like the face the way it is. But I think what they've done there is, um, like, Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky screenplay, and obviously he wanted to sort yeah. of like have all the elements of like a character such as Jake LaMotta, but couldn't, but had to sort of like, use an unsympathetic character to embody that kind of spousal abuse because oh anyway it's a very very clever piece of writing yes play the song Like this episode is going to be mainly me editing out editing out coughs and then trying to fill in the gaps between our conversation because there's such a delay. Well, you are very grumpy. Yeah, terrible mood. This has not helped. Let me let me make that absolutely clear. Got a cold. Mm. 
But uh, I had a cold when we recorded, and I was very personable and easygoing. That's because the internet wasn't fucking shit. Well, you know. So what happened last night then? One of our listeners um, sent you a <laughs> faulty... What happened? No, what's happened is uh, we need to give a massive thank you to Mark Honeybuns. Thank you. Um, because he sent me and you two Brewdog glasses each. And, and... He sent me a little heater for the pod booth. Nice. Thank you very much. Well, you didn't get a heater. Well, I don't need got a heater glasses. because I've got central heating. No, I haven't got central heating in my loft. Well, That's the, where the pod booth is. And I don't have to scurry into the loft like a, like, a, like a human cockroach. My pod booth's in the loft, but the power up here. So after what seems like an age, Justin, yeah. we... Seem to be in sync, do we? Yeah. Oh fuck me! It's been this has been oh, the most. Fuck off! I just don't talk about it. It's so annoying. Unbelievable. So I just tell about last night. So Mark Honeybuns, he bought me a heater for the pod booth. Nice. But the power in the pod booth is only really. It's very low amp. It's really a lighting circuit that there is that you can run some very low ampage things off of, like charging or a laptop or the aerial for the TV, that kind of thing. Yes. So plugging a heater into it yes. blew the fuse. Of course. But because because this is a very old house, the fuse board needs to be replaced. Instead of having breakers that trip, it has fuse wire Love it. that it explodes. Just stick a drill bit in there or something so it never blows. <laughs> so I had to after trying to record with you last night go out get some fuse wire return and refuse the fuse. Did everyone laugh at you when you got fuse wire? Uh, no. Luckily not. But, uh, but... Like I would have said, do you remember do you, can you still get wire coat hangers? Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Mm, I haven't seen one in for ages. I don't know where you'd buy a coat hanger from if you were going to buy... But have you ever seen coat hangers for sale? Yeah, yeah, Ikea sell them. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I have seen them there. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, I listen to what I like to do. Stamp on your terrible observational comedy bits. <laughs> Tell you we don't see any more coat hangers. You can get them in Ikea. Yep. <laughs> That'd be really funny, right. wouldn't it, if you had like a... Like, you could do a comedy series called, like, The Autistic Heckler, who, every time you do a bit, shoots down the comedian with, like, hyper-real just statements. So it's like, yeah. give me a cheer well, you if do... you're uh, married. No, give me a cheer if you're single. Much happier group of people. Actually, I'm very lonely. They were the same. I measured the pitch, and it was exactly the same. When I come home at night, I crave for human interaction. I'm not happy at all. Why is everything on an aeroplane so small? What's with the small cans of coke? It's to save weight. Fuel is at a premium. <laughs> Otherwise, the airlines would operate at a loss. Just like a speckler would just shout Yeah, good. Well, I basically have that in my ear, in my brain, as I'm saying everything I ever say on stage anyway, don't you? No, because I'm a tr I am only speak truths. Yeah, but I also go, you don't know anything about this. Yeah, no. What I are don't. you talking about? No, this isn't know, funny. You know I don't know. Stop me. I think I know everything. I think yeah, I know things that are unknowable. Yeah, it's true. I think I know the origins of the universe and its ultimate destination. 
Aliens. Alien, uh, yeah, aliens. But alien um, parasites. Uh, I don't know, I've had a business idea. Go on, yeah, I'm all, I'm all ears. Okay, this is how I arrived at it. What's, what's big at the moment? Uh, rollerblading the internet. in a park. The, the internet. The internet's hot. Pretty similar. Pretty similar. What is? What? Who uses the internet the most? Uh, children, Nerds. young children. Nerds. Weenies that got bullied at school. Okay. So I'm... I'm I mean, you are literally constantly on the internet, by the way. You get boobies on there now. So what I'm going to do is I'm starting up a website called Imaginary Friends Reunited. Lovely. Go on. Well, like, you know, like everyone had... Well, all the losers had imaginary friends. Yeah. Get back in touch with them. It wouldn't work. Why? They wouldn't be... A, they don't exist. Who don't? <laughs> the imaginary friends. How would they use the internet? Well, you just imagine what they're typing back to you. It's perfect. You can find everyone I'm, because... I was I was being that person in I the know, audience. I know that's... yours. I know yours. Yeah, but that's, that's in that, that context of the, um, the uh, uh, uber factual, factual heckler is in the context of a comedy club, not... Channeling Duncan Ballantyne and I'm pitching my uh, brilliant business idea. Okay. I'm sorry. It's going to go so, alongside it, my other what, business does, ideas. Does the website... I'm going to fire it the... alongside my Tinder for Lost Socks. Mm-hmm. And what was the other good one I had? Nobody remembers. No, I don't even it, remember. It, would, it, uh, would it answer back to you? No, you just type, you know, and you just... I just guess you imagine imaginary friends but just, you, you have to imagine, imagine it typing, typing back. back you just imagine what they're replying why can't the computer system reply for them that'd be nice wouldn't it i remember when um i guess they were like the, the prototype easter eggs like when you got like a zx81 i think if you was on the sort of like you remember computers used to have like a screen before icons like you turn on your commodore 64 and it would say Commodore 64, 64 bytes, and it would have a load of info, and then it would say ready in a flashing cursor. Yes, okay. Right, that's before... Like the, a that's, DOS. A yeah, DOS like a DOS screen. screen. But before... But I remember on the ZX81 DOS screen, if you... Um, I think if you typed, I love you, and pressed enter, it would say, I love you too. So that is an Easter egg. When you said it's a bit like a, a early Easter egg, that yeah. is actually what an Easter egg is, Yeah, but isn't I think it? it's the first ever Easter egg. Isn't the first ever Easter egg the one from Atari? What was that? I think it was that if you, on a certain game, if you didn't try and complete the game, if you sort of went backwards or did something in the game, you ended up in a special room that had the name of the uh, man who designed yeah, it. Because yeah, yeah. they didn't used to get any credit for them designing it, did they? The actual people. No, it just why, be this is why, an Atari why, game. Why, what, so where did the t- why the term Easter egg? I don't like it. Because you go on an Easter egg Easter egg hunt, I think. But I think it's very very faith specific, Ash. Yeah. What if you don't celebrate true. Easter or you're a vegan? I am a I am a vegan mm-hmm. and I don't celebrate Easter. So what do you do then? What do you call them? You should call it. You should call it a. I refuse to look at them. Yeah. I think anyone that uses the word Easter egg properly is like a cunt. Like says, oh, have you seen the Easter egg on the uh, show? I remember there was a website 
that told you where the Easter eggs were, and you could find them on DVD. Yeah, a lot so of DVDs on some... Adam, didn't they? Like you'd have to press forward, forward, back, back, and you'd get an extra scene or something. Why would you deny? Why do you make people work for content? People love it. People love working for content. We should do it more on this podcast. Well, I feel like we've had to work for fucking content today and yesterday. I know. I know. I'll, t- I'll tell you what the original Easter egg was. Sometimes on an album, they'd have like the last song would go quiet. Like the song would oh, end. Oh, that annoyed me so much. Did that annoy you? Minutes, and then it'd be like a little Easter egg. That must be the original Easter egg. Well, no, because it's well before then. But what? Um, what are you on about? Atari. Before albums, the Beatles and that did it. Well, they did that on an LP. I don't have to be. Definitely, there's a sixty. My, who was it? There's definitely a band. And if you listen, and it goes, the song ends, and it goes quiet for ages and ages and ages. You think it's over, and then it goes like. Like a little sanction happens a bit. That used to happen on CDs, didn't it? But I don't remember it happening on LPs. I definitely remember it on an LP. But, well, you've got like Judas Priest, where if you played it backwards, it's like, worship the devil. Did it, though? Don't know. Don't think so. I don't Probably think so not. Either. I think everything backwards sounds like worship the devil. Isn't one of the Beatles, doesn't it say, uh, made for John Lennon? Paul McCartney's dead or something. Do you remember Paul that? Paul McCartney that? is dead. Yeah, oh, speaking yes. of the Beatles... Speaking of the Beatles, uh, I was it. I was of that age where I would, cons- uh, unfortunately, I would consider my decade. You know, everyone's got their decade. The sixties. Yeah, my decade was the nineteen the nineties, the nineteen nineties. Yeah. yeah. And in the nineteen nineties, I would have same as me. By the way, my decade as well was the nineteen nineties. I'm a little bit older than you, but you're a similar age. Of similar age, men of a certain age would would, would consider their decade. Now, in the 90s, I would have considered myself a Beatles fan. Not anymore. Can't stand them. But Oasis were the band of the 90s, uh, especially in my circles, mid-90s. And I hated them, and I thought they were shit. I'll tell you why I hated them. It's because, well, when I was listening to guitar music in the 80s, all my contemporaries were listening to like CNC Music Factory and Snap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I believe they were listening to them because they were dicks. That's what I mean. They've been so all yeah. the dicks listen to CNC Music Factory. They listen to Snap. They listen to uh, that sort of shit, Technotronic, and then uh, right on time. I want you right on time. And then in the right late, on time. In the late eighties, there was that kind of Manchester dance kind of crossover. Happy Mondays. Yeah. So then all these yeah. fucking idiots that didn't know nothing about guitar music were weaned onto the teat of rock and roll by that that sort of dancey, rocky crossover. Primal Scream, all that shit. Then in the 90s, they thought... They, they sort of like Oasis, thought it was good. And it's sh- I knew it was shit. It was like so shit. Like, I, you know... It doesn't I, make I any listened... sense. I liked Oasis at the time. Although well, I preferred I didn't, Blur. but... I mean, I vehemently used to admonish them to anyone that would listen. A complete mm. hipster bore about it. But the other night, I was up it's watching... It's not like you. I know. I was up watching... I've tried to curb that a little bit. But I was up watching uh, TV, which I got a new big, massive telly, and I was watching an Oasis documentary. It was an, quite new, I think. Supersonic. Possibly. So I'm watching it, Ash... And it dawned on me that although I hated, like, I really, really hated them in the 90s, 
actually, I was 100% correct. They seem worse now. Just yeah, it's not dreadful. aged. I don't think it's aged very well. It hasn't aged well, but I. it's so nice to be right. It's so it's rare. Very, it was, I didn't realise it at the time, but it was very of its time. Very like of some its of the, time. And, but the some thing... of the sounds you just wouldn't have now. I mean, it's the same as anything, but they were kind of on the cusp of like a weird technology. But and it was very looking back like, as well, wasn't it? It was very retrospectively. Like yeah, they looked back and in anger. Glasses. I mean, he Famous. looked like a bellend. Yeah. Um, but again, it's very difficult because you watch anything from the 90s and everyone looked like a bellend. It was a bad time for the way yeah, people looked. Yeah, that's true. The 90s, weren't, the, the 90s hasn't stood up. It was a very, it was I a very had like a velour decade. shirt that I went clubbing in oh, on the dear. few times I've went to a club. Yeah. It was like this weird, thick, like not quite toweling, but like nylon. Super heavy flannel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... I remember getting compliments on that shirt. I remember in the 90s, you could buy shirts so thick it was basically a jacket. <laughs> it was. But also, I had a pair of tight... Because you had to wear smart clothes to go out, didn't you? You couldn't wear jeans and a Trages, t-shirt. Man. They were racist have... against pumps, weren't they? Sneakers. Yeah, you had to wear shoes, trousers, and a shirt. You had to have a collar. So I, I once went out wearing this, like, nylon blanket essentially <laughs> tight what i now looking back think might have been women's business trousers because <laughs> they were black but they had like a very thin pinstripe through them but they also had lycra in them you don't get a lot of lycra Stereo, in men's women's trousers. trousers that had like little things that went under their feet to stop them riding up not them but not far from them did it have poppers under the gusset John. Jodpers. Um and a pair of smart work shoes. Well, what? smart is Why a... did they make us go out like that? Well, because there's nothing... And then nothing, I remember... Nothing compliments a night out when you're looking for members of the opposite sex more than feeling completely uncomfortable in something you'd never oh, normally wear. I hated it. I hated it. But then I remember being in the nightclub in South End, which was called Tots at the time, and I remember... Um, someone a mate of mine coming in wearing jeans and being like you can't wear jeans he's like yeah you can as of this week as long as they're not ripped you can wear jeans and just being like that's to just keep polish people out a revolution we were were like what the hell is going on you can wear jeans but then you still have to wear jeans smart shoes and a shirt yeah so you look like like a a dad yeah and now you can turn up in whatever you like, couldn't you? I don't think there's any nightclub turning people away. There's no money in nightclubs anymore. So it's like, get anyone in wearing anything possible. Do you find that it's... i tell you what's... I don't know if it's not addictive, but something that's like... You can't you can't go backwards on. What would you call that? Like something that you, once you progress, once you progress, you can't... Can't go, regress. You can't regress on tight jeans. Oh, we've had this conversation. I totally agree. I saw someone the other day walking down the street wearing just jeans. But I'm saying, you buy a pair of jeans and you go, you try them on and you go, these are too tight, but I'll wear them today. Yeah. Then the yeah. next day, you wear your perfect, what you thought were your perfect jeans, the ones that pre... Right. And too then they feel material. baggy, like it's still walkers' trousers. 
My problem, I've got a problem though. I've got a problem because I can't wear anything but tight jeans anymore. That's what I'm for saying. that very purpose. But once you wear, like, you, if I put you in a pair of like super tight jeans that were too tight and I said wear them for five hours and you took one yeah. day to one gig, the next day, if you put your what you thought was the norm, perfect size tightness, they don't then feel too baggy. It's, it's really I've got, addictive. I can extend that. I can extend that because my girlfriend bought me some tight blue jeans. Like, they're not super tight, but they're tight. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can wear blue jeans. I've gone black, oh, and I find it no. very difficult to not wear black. Black jeans. I went to college uh, before I went to university. I did, like, a dramery type course. Yeah, I know. And uh, all the people that wore black jeans were the ones that, like, wanted to be techs and backstage it's like a very nice change. Do you think black jeans and black Dr. Martins was the, was the uniform of the little nerd that was, I don't know. What when I went you... to college, I refused to wear jeans. I wore jogging bottoms every day. I don't, I, I'll tell you what, I cannot be out of the house in anything like jogging. I feel too exposed. No. You can see the shape. I of went the out to buy fuse wire yesterday and I had to apologize when I bought the fuse wire. I said, I'm sorry. I'm in jogging bottoms. To me, it's the penis. Is it? I think I would have to wear if 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 I if I had to wear jogging bottoms. Say I had a job where I had to wear jogging bottoms. I think I would adopt. I think I would wear swimming trunks under my pants and then jogging. I just feel really exposed in them. It's like if someone fucked oh, your dick, it, it would hurt or something. Yeah, if you move, you your penis would be flapping against the jogging bottom yeah, material. No, it's not enough. It's that's for me. That's not enough. Um, that's not enough of a filter between my naked you body need and a, the outside world. Yeah, you need a denim there, don't yeah, you? Yeah, really? not only denim. That's why I like the button fly. You've actually got little rivets of shielding. It's like protection. Yeah, because I don't want to get too too deep into it. But as a slightly as I age, you know, once I finish pissing, I'm not. Ev- Always entirely sure I finished pissing. Mm. So I've sometimes got, I've got you a pair finish. Of light grey uh, skinny jeans I like to wear, but I've yeah. noticed that even they're so light and so they they sort of like they they show the moisture so much. Even a little bit of splashback on the urine, I'll have I'll have like it looks like wood chip on my thighs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I totally agree. So yeah, like, gotta be I very careful. Is I chuck a load of toilet paper in the urinal. Piss all over that. <laughs> Fucking like a menace to public toilets. Gobbing on stuff, filling it out with paper. <laughs> Play the life hack jingle. That is it. If you're wearing light coloured, <laughs> if you're wearing a pair of pale coloured chinos, uh, chuck a load of toilet paper in your urinal and piss all over that. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you something you don't see anymore. Uh, fag butts in your urinal. It's because they're banned smoking indoors. A lot of people are vaping now. It's very popular. Um, What's his name? What's his name, this guy? uh, uh, Bertrand. Bertrand. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I might do, I might make a video, or Yanis probably will now I've said this, of just getting all like classic bits and then just sort of like cut into someone in in the crowd, just sort of like, not dispelling them, but kind of like giving this very... Have you, uh, you heard from Yanis at all this week? Is he all right? No, I haven't. <laughs> I, I know that you have. That's have why I mentioned it. What, 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 what have I heard from him? I've probably pissed, mate. I've forgotten. You had any messages from Yanis at all this week? Any picture messages? As, oh, as my Yanis God. nailed? Yeah, so on Twitter, he, 
I said about how someone said I had a bum chin, and, and I, then I think we must have said I've got a hawk nose. <laughs> so he photoshopped me with an actual hawk's beak on my nose <laughs> and, and a human ass on my chin. And, it was really... <laughs> and I actually laughed, so I made it my Twitter profile pic. He was so delighted, I think. And then he well done, Yanis. Of an eagle or a buzzard. Yeah, he didn't put that public, did he? No, did he that was DM too offensive. That? Like a, a golden eagle with my face on the eagle's <laughs> body and the hawkbeak. <laughs> and it suits me. Oh, like, dear. Like, I think if you followed my family tree back... It like, would be an eagle. Someone having sex with an eagle. I, we didn't descend from monkeys. I descended from fucking a bird of prey. <laughs> oh, Yanis. Good work, Yanis. No, it was good. It was good work, uh, Yanis. Oh, but yeah. So I'm gonna, I've got to get these glasses to you that Mark, Mark gave us two lovely Brewdog glasses. Nice one. I'll come down with a live one. My my life partner, she said, we don't need any more glasses. You're and I said, on, but what? these You're are what? Brewdog glasses. You're what? And I think what? we have. You what? 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 You who? What? Who said that? My girlfriend. What you said, life? What's my life partner? What's what's that? Why are you, why are you saying? That? Well, I don't want to gender. I don't want to gender her. It's not for me to gender that my my living love interest, is it? Life partner. Justin. My life. Yeah, I'm going to be with Have her you for ever my said life. That before? Yeah. Or are you taking the piss? I was joking. Good. Because I can't Cause... tell with you, Mister Bloody. The opposite of a contrarian, a conformist. There you go. Um, so me and my life partner, yeah, we're going to have to put them in the cupboard, I think. Right. Do you not call your um, significant other a life partner? No. Do you not call her your... What's another annoying name that people call it? Oh, the other better half, half. Better half, other half. I'll tell you what, obviously, I, I don't say it because she's a woman, but if she said it, I'd, hubby, it makes me vomit. We've had this conversation, haven't we? Yeah, we yeah, hubby. Hubby. Which doesn't even make sense. Because you are married, aren't you? You be, believe in... It should be husband if you think about it. It's not husband. Do you think Do you think it's weird that you are married? Uh, just seems just seems like a pointless, arbitrary thing for you to have done. Have you set a date yet? No, have I no set a date? Starts to backtrack slightly there. It doesn't seem pointless. Got engaged it on is Christmas pointless. Day. I don't think it's useless. Well, I don't it, think anyone should get married. Time wasted time. You've gone back. As Oasis went back and ruined the 60s, you've gone back and ruined Christmas Day when you romantically proposed to your fiancé. Oh, that's a good little joke I used to do as well. Say, like, you hadn't proposed to your girlfriend. And it was a bit of a, you'd been with her a while, it was a bit of a moot point. If I, if you'd have met me and my wife, I would have introduced, I'd have said, oh, this is Ash and his fiance. I always used to say that. And they'd go, oh, uh, and they'd go, oh, we're not. Um, and I used to watch them squirm. Just do it on purpose. You're a great guy. Yeah, I know. Actually, I might start doing that when I'm emceeing. Going, is this, is this your fiance? And like, no, it's my girlfriend. That's actually quite a good little fertile, you get a little few minutes out of that, I think. Yeah, because, and also, I think the audience might not notice what you've done. No, exactly. So it's then... very subtle. But I would introduce people, oh, this is like, like, I'd say, like, if I'd have met you and your girlfriend, or you and your girlfriend had met my wife, like, about a year ago, I'd say, oh, this is Ash and his fiance. And I mean, we did. But that uh, did happen. Did I say that? No, but I'm just saying, so really, you've lied, but 
How have I lied? Well, because you didn't do it. I've, my wife has never met your girlfriend. I mean, that's not true, is it? <sighs> On, like, loads of occasions they've met. My wife I don't know whether... Trouble is, you might have been drunk and you might not have forget. For, you might not have remembered. You might not have forgetted. My wife's met your girlfriend? Jesus Christ, mate. Come on. Fuck. Where? All over the place. Your house? Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, you're right. What's wrong with you? I forgot about it. It's that. like I don't mean anything to you. No, I'll tell you what it is. I In my head, I was going through my Rolodex of memories thinking thinking it must have been at a gig. But you... This probably happened at a gig as well, isn't it? No, I don't think that has happened. It's happened here in the park. And she came yeah. over later because my kids were playing up, didn't, weren't it? They weren't playing up. Oh. Uncle Ash soon sorted them out. Oh, yeah, they, they put on best behaviour for you because you're a stranger. Don't get it all like you're the fucking child whisperer, which sounds dodgy. I, I did whisper to your children. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I apologise at the time. I oh, big news, big news in the Panks household. Yes. We are now into cocktails. What? Yeah, I started drinking cocktails. When? Uh, over Christmas, and I've bought a cocktail shaker and martini glasses, and I've gone bang into it. And Mrs. Panks? Sure, why not? But I'll tell you what, uh, you know I used to say, I only drink free drinks, water, beer, and coffee. And now it's cocktails. But, but one cocktail, actually, in particular... A mojito. Espresso martini. Oh, I knew it'd be that. So coffee mixes it. So really, it's still just coffee. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> you get like a load of ice in a shaker. You put like a, a shot of, um, this is just for one person, shot of coffee liqueur, two shots of vodka, and a espresso straight out of my Nespresso machine. Shake, 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 shakey. Strain it out into a martini glass. Three dried coffee beans on the froth. It looks like Guinness. It's fucking lovely. I don't like coffee. Yeah, I know, because you're a fucking idiot. Well, where's the tea martini? Martini. That'd be a good... See, I'm inventing things. I'm an inventor. Martini with an A in it would be the same, but with tea. And no one would drink it because tea's horrible. <laughs> don't mess with tea, is what I'd say. I think that in the old days, everybody drank tea because they didn't know any better. I think when I see someone and I go, do you want a coffee? And they go, I'll have a tea. I think that's like someone still using dial-up internet. I mean, I love tea. Yeah, because you're, you're a very bland, boring little character. <laughs> they can't handle coffee. Like a cowboy would drink coffee and some fucking little nobleman on a pony in a powdered wig would drink tea. And I'm a cowboy and you're a little nobleman on a pony. You're a cowboy. Well, no, but no, I'm not at all. I mean, I feel like that's something I'm going to clip out of the show and put up at the beginning. I think I'm a cowboy. That coffee's com more complex. See, I, this is the thing. This is what this this is my whole thing with wine and beer. People always make out that wine's this sophisticated, complex drink that if you know a lot about it, you're sort of educated. You've got a palate. You're sort of sophisticated. But like beer is way more involved process than making wine. And it's these new craft beers and these hot, they're much more complex flavours. And if you say, I like beer, people you make beer. And I think tea's the same. People think tea's all refined, but it's like, you put, I bet you have milk and sugar in it. 
Oh, I love a bit of... Well, I don't drink milk because obviously I'm vegan. Well, I don't you know, know a, a milk equivalent. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> Not for five minutes. You're, they're going to get vegan? your card taken away if you ain't careful. Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah, and people right. like, oh, I drink too. They're like, I drink black coffee. And coffees, you can dip different roast, single source beans. They can come from, like, different countries and they taste different. Like the grapes in wine... I often feel like you're fighting battles that don't exist. Oh, it exists. Like, who are you angry with? If I go, are you angry? I'll tell you I'm angry. If I go to start, <laughs> if I went into a good coffee place for you. And, and the went, people coming here, they're saying that coffee isn't as involved as tea. And tea is more involved with coffee. And I don't understand it because tea just leaves. You pour it on, it's there. You make coffee, different type of roast, different. Uh, but uh, they come in here and they're having a go at my coffee and its complexities. There's no one doing that, Justin. No one is questioning the complexities of your drinking system. Everyone likes beer. If if I didn't have these imaginary arguments in my head, we'd have a podcast. Why was I going to fucking talk about? You're not under attack. You constantly feel like you're under attack. That is the middle-aged man. Right, middle-aged white straight men. Constantly have to be under attack. Otherwise, bloody like foreigners! Because you're not racist, that you haven't got that one, so you've got to turn it to booze. Right, yeah, exactly. I, fight, I have to fight little battles, but I realise that bloody much... foreigners coming into my town. I tell you, when I realized, stealing my jobs, I realised how much of a middle-aged, entitled white straight man I am. The other day, when I was watching the telly. And this weather woman came on and thought she was a bit old. And I've realised that I genuinely get angry if there's someone on telly I don't want to fuck. It's like, I think the producers <laughs> are doing it on purpose to wind me up. What the fuck's, <laughs> old dog? What the fuck's going on here? Don't pay my license fee for this. It's funny because when you come over to mine, you knew all the names of the news broadcasters on the TV news. Always had a thing for the weather girls and the news broadcasters because the way they're dressed is very much like I was always hot for the teacher. You know, the, the woman in the sort of twin set that's dressed a bit frumpy. What's underneath, Ash? Those Jodie Marshes back in the day didn't do nothing for me, mate. That was a good timing reference. That was the last I, uh, time I knew the name of a glamour girl was Jodie Marsh. I used to, I used to work with uh, her ex-partner. Jodie Marsh. Right. Because she's from Chelmsford, I believe. Right, of course she's in that area. And he, oh, come on, mate. And, uh, but she, when she first became famous, she did lots of stories about, you know, tell all sex things about her, her and her boyfriend. They were all about him. It was very strange. Mm. He was a cricketer. Was he? Yeah. He played for Essex. Of course he did. And, um, yeah, it was quite weird because there'd be a new story. Because she was in the... It'd be like every couple of weeks there'd be a story about something sexual to do with Jodie Marsh. Yeah, and it'd be, oh, yeah, just... I once did this, I once did that. And it was all with him. That's a bit kiss and telly. A bit... Yeah, it was a bit kiss and telly. He was a bit annoyed. Have but you noticed... He was a decent what, what do you reckon the... You know, I would like to ask the stat question. What do you think the percentage of kiss and tell stories of women telling about men is compared to men telling about women? Well, but that's head, what sells. One when a man is <laughs> told. Very rarely, but that's because it sells. Because the people who buy those stories are men. Men yeah, want then, to hear about the sordid sex want, details. If you, but that, if that's the case, you'd want to hear the details about a woman. They want the woman to be talking about sex. Hmm. Men are weird. Yeah. Well, because I think. Uh, 
I is it um, Frank Skinner? No, who was it? Oh, Steve Coogan. That was it. In the whole uh, Leverson inquiry, Leverson inquiry, yeah. um, they went to his ex and said, um, "Right, we are. We want to do a story." So they paid her a huge sum of money to get the dirt on his marriage with her, and like how it failed and all this stuff. And then they went to him and said, right, we've got an interview with your ex-wife. <coughs> we've got an interview with your ex-wife and we're going to print it, warts and all. But if you want, we'll pay you £40,000 and you can do your heart, your side of the story. And he just said no. But that they're basically trying to trick Didn't he sleep with Courtney people. Love? Uh, I don't know if he actually did, but that was certainly a news story, wasn't it? Mm. It's weird how you get those uh, unlikely celebrity couples. Like I said, we well, talk- they were both. Well, they he was in Hollywood at the time, wasn't he? I guess so. Yeah, and he's a multi-millionaire. Prob- I think he was a bit cokey at the time. He probably mixed in similar circles for a brief while. Mm. But they're still an odd couple. Oh yeah, what would they have talked about? I don't know. She's a. But, she's. I don't know what she's like yeah. now, but she last time I saw her talk, she couldn't talk about anything. No, mm. there was a there was a bit of that going on. Anyway, coffee's better than tea. That's the point that's, that's... of this podcast. Have we had any reviews this we week, have. Justin? We've had one. Come on, people, get your reviews in. Seriously, we have got until the thirty first of January, and then we will be deciding which one's the best one and sending them an exclusive pranks and Firth t shirt. The first of many, let's say. Frank's the first T-shirts. So go onto iTunes, leave a five-star review. It has to be the worst review that you can possibly think of. Now, this review is quite inventive. He's he's, he's played with the format. I like it. Thought outside the box. It's from our old friend, Infinite Strudel. Hello, Infinite Strudel. It was on the 28th of December 2018, last year now. That was last year. And uh, five stars for a meh show. Meh. Meh. How do you say that? Meh. Meh. Yeah, meh. Meh. Uh, five stars, obviously. Uh, an excellent and funny podcast with two great blokes eating noodles and playing board games. Paul Gannon is a saint and his little angry <laughs> friend Eli Silverman consistently give... Oh, wait, this is Pranks and Firth. Well, my review still stands. Go listen to Cheap Show instead. Don't waste your time on this drivel as I already <laughs> have for the last 130 episodes, hoping it would somehow get funny. Disappointed. <laughs> good. good that is good I like that good and creative and if you do listen to this and you don't listen to Cheap Show go and give them a listen yeah do that please do 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 that do do um, that go on what what else you got to talk about I've got to talk about I've got a cold yeah go on then do you want to talk, so getting, talk about I'm my getting, cold the producer's giving me the wrap up sign Oh, oh no. Well, I've got a cold, but I've got to go and do a gig tonight. Right. So I don't. Do you address it on stage? Like, I've clearly got a cold. No. Oh, okay. No, that's no, that's no, all we do. No. That's all I need to talk about. Yeah, well, there you go. A little bit of advice for you. Um, I'm. Yeah, oh, I'll tell you what's happening tomorrow. Go on. Girlfriend's going out all day. Your life partner? Life part. sorry. Life partner's going out all day. Right. You'll do something? Just gotta, gotta stay in bed, mate. She's taking the baby with her. Did you say she wanted to do something? Yeah, do you want to do something tomorrow? 
I mean, I wanted to stay in bed all day, but now you've said oh, that. What are we going to do? Are we going to go out on the razzle? No, we're going to have a like, we're going to have a vegan lunch. You can show me what veganism's all about. It's going to be like a two-hour drive, this though, weekend, isn't it? At the old vegans. Yeah, veganuary. Veganuary, veganuary. Obviously, well. it's been a good time for the vegans. Why would you see now? I always think this is how I see it, Ash. You're this is vegan. how you see veganism. No, no, I'm just going to say some people's attitudes, right? Now you're a vegan. Say you're a vegan, not you. This, this. I'm a vegan. Yeah, I'm a vegan, vegan, everyone. But let's just say that this is make up a vegan for, for argument's sake. Let's create one. <laughs> now this whiny little skinny bitch of a man that isn't. Mm. No, I'm joking, right? So, yeah. you, so if you're a vegan, and then and then Greg's or another chain that makes a lot of money out of selling meat products, supporting the animal yeah. industry, yeah, creates a vegan product. Yeah, I if I was a moral vegan, I still wouldn't buy it from there because you're still supporting because you're putting yeah. profit in the pocket of someone that supports the animal industry. But I mean, it's a little bit like saying the Nazis. The, like the Nazis <laughs> have got this concentration camp, which is bad, but they've also got a little spa retreat, which is quite nice. You're beginning to sound a lot like Morrissey. Yeah, is am I really? Hmm, I don't know about that. Mm, that not so much Richard, now. Funny. Not so much now. I'm <laughs> trying. I'm trying to think because it's it's kind of like you know. I just want to well, I don't know about the Nazis, but I, I do know a lot about veganism. Thomas the Tank Engine rolled into the station. <laughs> Hello, Thomas. Um, no, but I'm just saying it's like saying yeah, I, I don't agree with the Nazis doing all the genocide, but I like their trousers with the flared out hit uh, thigh bits. Yeah, no, it is so like that. And I totally agree. But, but I, I also think the other stuff they do. You can't pick and choose. No, but you can pick and choose if you don't preach. This is my whole point on whatever, really veganism or whatever religion. It's, I don't care what anyone thinks about my particular views. I'm not preaching about it. Like if people ask me why I'd tell them and, Give it. Would I think you people go should to be educated. somewhere like KFC and get like a coffee and some chips. Oh yeah, I would. I would go. To, I've never been to a KFC. Yeah, but it doesn't have to make sense to you because it's none of your business. Not you. Hey, I hey, mean, anyway. Hey, steady on. <laughs> Hang on a minute. There was a, tone, anyway, there was a little tone there. That's the thing. It's this is my problem. When people revel in, like I saw someone who's vegan. Oh, and, people. People. Um, okay, I'll tell you why that is. People. People who. People who view other people to have like a maybe a morally like more morally conscious, you know, and yeah. there's nothing better than trying to bring them back down to your level with by yeah. shouting hypocrisy. It's madness though, because I saw someone that accidentally eaten cheese. Yeah. And the delight yeah. in the other people that they had accidentally eaten cheese. Or they go, you know, we eat strawberries, do you know how many little bugs are in that? Yeah, I mean, well, exactly. But see, from my point of view, it don't matter because I'm not, I'm not, ma not making you do it. So what do you care? Why do you care no, so I much care of what about, I'm I doing? Fucking coffee and tea. I care about everything. I'd no, like not you. I'm not beacon. talking about you. Like I'm talking about the general. I'm talking about the general you, not you. Oh, okay. That's the yeah, thing. When you I said think it was none it... of my business. You was talking to me. It wasn't none of your business. It's, it, it, I make it my business. 
I'm a busybody. It just uh, if someone is preaching and they're saying they don't do something, then they do. Then I understand the hypocrisy and all of that. But well, like, if I, I think people so... have always been obsessed, sorry, with that sad clown thing because that's like, people view that as hypocrisy. Oh, on stage he was all smiles and making everyone laugh, but backstage he was dark and tortured. Yeah, it's bollocks, isn't it? Yes, yeah, bollocks. Because you'd be and dark and tortured, and like you could be an actor, can't you? Yeah, exactly. And you're not. You're not really a Formula One driver, but you act in a film. God, that'd be a boring film, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Ash, God, <laughs> you're going to love this story. I know you don't like my... I know you're not entirely happy, let's say, even though it's none of your fucking business, with my access situation of my house. With your children? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I live in a Victorian terrace, and when I take my bins and my fucking neighbour's bins out, I have to go... We all live in a Victorian terrace, mate. We've all got the pod, pod money. And I have to go through my neighbour's garden, round a little walkway. Yeah. I've got access. Madness. Absolute madness. So I took my bin out, and as I was going back to get my other neighbour's bin, who lives on the other side, who's had a stroke, I have to take his bin out, I uh, I thought, oh, these neighbours are never here, the ones whose garden I'm walking through. And this was last Thursday. <laughs> and as I was walking past their side window, which, I mean, I walk past it so my arm touches it. It's a really narrow little path I have to go. Oh, no, this is going to be awful. They're banging, aren't they? I, for me, this is almost worse. I peered in, like, properly looked in. I thought, I've never looked in his house. What and, are you talking about? And a foot, the other side of the window, was them and another couple all sitting at a dinner table. Holding their knives and forks, not eating, just all looking straight at me. <laughs> you peered in. Literally bent over. Did you over, do that thing? Put my hand Did you do in that the thing glass, where you put like your hand? Saluting and shooting. <laughs> I actually went, like jumped. You should have knocked. At that point, you should have knocked and just made it out like you were trying to see if they were there for a reason. Oh, hello. Sorry to interrupt. I just, I, just I heard something. Last night, I just wanted to see if you'd heard something. I just waved, walked off. Oh, God, no, that's awful, Justin. I'm still creeping. What a stupid system you've got. Absolutely stupid. There's access, there's a thing. It isn't, it's stupid. You've never heard of, like, access. Loads of, like, if you've got your D's, like, if you've got a garage, like, you'd have, like, the, a line around your garage which says you own your garage, and then a bit out the front which is, like, you own that, and then it's, that's access, because someone might have to drive across that to get to their garage. They have to garage. walk past your... You can never be naked in your kitchen. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, well, I can. There's no window. That's just, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I, I shouldn't have looked in their window, but... I did. <laughs> you should not have done that. I just thought, they're never fucking in. I wonder if they're going away for Christmas. And I just went like... Oh, no, there they are. I haven't did that. Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah, well, I just walked off going like, with my tongue out going, ah, ah. Like when I walked around the corner. <laughs> went over in a six-hour shower. Absolutely lovely. Hmm. Um, well, that's got to be it, Justin. We've run out of time. Oh, what a shame. So, listener, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry, there's been some issues with uh, the host of the podcast, Podomatic. I'm naming and shaming. Just making some of our podcasts drop off. Like It hasn't happened for three years that any of them have dropped off. Then loads of them are dropping off since we started paying. And when I contacted them, they said, oh, yeah, that can happen with that file format, even though it hasn't happened for years. So I don't quite understand what's going on. Mugging but... us off, mate. What? Mugging you off. Well, mugging, well, mugging us off, really. I said us, and then I changed it to you. 
Yeah, yeah, my podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Well, when you said problems with the host, I thought you meant you. Ah, uh, the, the host. You're the host. We're the host. We're joint hosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's that really. Good noise. Um, Justin, if they want to support the podcast, how can they? Well, I'll tell you, if you're old school, like someone that drinks tea, you could go to ko-fi.com pranks. I know that's not right. ko-fi.com forward slash pranks, and you can donate in... Uh, con- not donate, because that's not a charity. You can fucking pay for what you're getting. Cough up. Pay your dues. Oh. In- increments <laughs> of $3. So Ash can buy coffee because I'm going to get him on the coffee. I'll get some coffee. And uh, or, but what we'd rather? But if do... you want extra content, though, if because that's just a little gift, isn't it, on the old Kofi? But if they want extra content, and if you want to give a do? gift that keeps on giving monthly, um, yeah. <laughs> you go to Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. Uh, well, you say it. Dot com forward slash pranks and firth. You could give what you want. You can get rewards on the different tiers of things that you want, yeah, basically. Yeah, the way I see There's going to be more. We're open to suggestions. I keep fucking saying this. If you want something else, tell us what you want what and you we'll want? sort it out. What do you fucking want, mate? Yeah, yeah, you. What do you want? Yeah, I call what women, do you want? Mate. I call women, mate. It's not gender specific in my world. What do you want, mate? Let us know. Yeah. Because we could do it. We could do it. If you want I mean, something for your paper, we, we could, but we might. Well, exactly. It's nice to know what we're... I like to know what I'm not doing. Exactly. All right. Well, I'll speak to you next week, mate. Bye. Bye. Oh, you need to say bye again. You always said bye last. Bye. And I'm a cowboy. And I'm a cowboy. And I'm a cowboy.